0: download the episodes and make sure to leave a review. And we want you to be a part of the
1: conversation. Find me at NoahRubin33 or Mike at MikeCTennis on all forms of social media. You can also learn more at BehindTheRacket.com or MikeCTennis.com.
0: Special thanks to my sponsor, New Balance. Visit their latest shoes and styles at NewBalance.com and learn more about their program of giving back at hashtag NBGivesBack.
1: You can also help support the podcast by visiting Patreon.com/BehindTheRacketPod and receive rewards from our travels around the world.
0: And now, so here we are. Oh, we started. Yeah, we started. Uh, we are. We are. I think in the third round of the U.S. Open here, Noah. Uh, we've got Neto here, your, your doubles partner as well Wardo Who? as Wardo, is coach. Neto, tall guy. He won like $100,000 this week playing singles. You didn't? $70,000.
1: I made this, bes- bes- oh, I have those fines that I have to work on now.
0: You have fines? <laughs> no, I should though. I mean, like there are going to be some super <laughs> secret fines for you. There's no doubt about yeah, that. Just being myself. <laughs> uh, OK, so we are recording this at 4.43 in the PM. You are supposed to go on not before 17 minutes from now, but Dennis Shapovalov. Uh, one of your opponents. Yeah, he's up on break in the third against Fritz. Yeah, so uh, we have a little bit of time to record here this afternoon. Um, so let's... Oh, my God. You. I've spent three days essentially around you. I, f- I feel like
1: I've become a worse person.
0: Yeah, I think that's Is that from you? Right. Or is that just me? I think, frankly, we've made each other worse. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> We put our superpowers together, and here we are now. Uh, Okay, so um, let's give our impressions of the last few days. We will get to the questions that people asked of you in a second. Um, I want to just start by saying it is very odd to be sitting here. Again, this is, you know, getting ready for a night session theoretically in a few hours, and... I mean, we're looking around. We're in the plaza here, and there's less like than 100 people. people. Yeah. <laughs> it's less than 100 for sure. It might be less than 50. It's it's truly stunning in that regard, and it's got the obviously positive connotations because you don't ever get to sit out here and relax. Um, and I think that's no, great, but you I miss mean, out on the fans. What was it like playing yesterday?
1: Yeah, I mean, first to start, I'll say it again. I mean, one of the positives of this week was to kind of just enjoy the open for what it was. I mean... I got to go around taking videos. I, you know, sat up at Arthur Ashe for a while, um, and I was amazing. I mean, it was kind of towards day three, four of it when I was really expecting the second week to be far more quiet. Yeah, but not during this first week. And and what it's been like the past two days now, it's like dormant. I right. mean, it, it really feels like.
0: We should be preparing for something, not like it's already here. I just want to point out, Sitsipas is going to walk by here in a second. Are you going to get him on the podcast?
1: I've never heard of him.
0: He said, I apparently spelled his name wrong on Twitter and got... I think it's
1: S-T-S-T-T-S-S-T-T-S? Yes.
0: Okay. That's also the kind of car that he's looking at right now. He probably has one nicer, so... It's It's been... What was it like to play, though?
1: Yeah, it was okay. I mean, if you want the complete honesty, the last time I played a doubles... I think it was the mixed doubles with Jamie. Yeah. we could have had the same amount of people watching. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, it was okay. I think our Ernie and I had some fun um, getting out there. I know I just wanted to hit some balls. I mean, I love Ernie and everything, but I was kind of sick of watching him play. I kind of wanted to play Do myself. You mean Golbus.
0: What? Ernie Golbus.
1: Please stop talking. Um, so, yeah, it was it was actually a really fun. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we lost a few break chances, but. We're back here today and uh, seeing what can happen.
0: Yeah, it'll be fun. Just hit the ball a little bit. and
1: those cameras on me.
0: Yeah.
1: Mask. Mask.
0: Mask on. I'm actually wearing a mask for broadcasting. What's a mask? Wow. Um, you want to get to some of these questions? Let's do it. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. We will do our best here. Justin asks, what's next for those of you that will not make the cut at Rome or Roland Garros You are theoretically, though, in qualies.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tricky. So, uh, you know, I just recently found out that U.S. guys can go to the French Open. Right now I'm like one or two out of qualies, so I'll be in qualies. Um, That should be fine, but I will be going to Europe for one tournament, which I don't think I've ever done in my career. If I, yeah, I would never go to Europe for one tournament. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, for guys that are not in it, um, they're going to try to find their way into the challengers during the same time as those events in Europe. Um, and it seems like there are no tournaments in the U.S. I would bet there will be no tournaments in the U.S. for the rest of the year. How about you,
0: Mike? I hope there will. I, I can say to you that I know that the USTA is doing the best that they possibly can to try and figure out a way to make it happen. I can... I can say that with certainty. I
1: will say, though,
0: in, in you know, return
1: from that, if there's anybody that was fit enough to run a tournament, it was Kerry, and mm-hmm. they couldn't put on the event. I don't know whose side that was on, politics or not. I just know that if, if Kerry can't do it, it's a tough ask from anybody else.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you will. You know, I, I don't want to speak for the USTA, and I wouldn't. I, I would never. You would. <laughs> the pro circuit themselves, I, I know how hard they are working to do their best to make it happen. Um, and it will probably be something more unusual than we're used to. Yeah. Um, but, but I know they're working really hard to do so. Next question. Curious what uh, – this is from not up – oh, Ian Katz, yeah. one of our Patreon supporters. Uh, fountains
1: are so loud.
0: Yeah, I know. And now it stops. What do you think about the level of play? Ian says, on one hand, the players haven't had many tournaments. On the other, they're not as banged up as they usually are this time of year and the court speed.
1: Yeah. Uh, so this is like like laid. I'll start with that. I, I have to actually figure it out so I can stop okay. mispronouncing it. Super fast this year. Uh, Ash is definitely slower. I heard Louis also slower. Outside courts are lightning. Almost, I would say, Australian outside courts mm. comparable. Okay. Um, but I think that's comparable. good for comparable. Yeah. Comparable.
0: No, it's comparable. Like, listen, one thing we've learned is that you don't know how to speak English very well.
1: So, um, yeah, I mean, going to the next part of that question, because I have no friends and I'm going to be alone for the rest of my life. Um, Hi, Jamie. (laughs) I guess the person I've been closest to is Ernesto this week, and I know for him, you know, coming into a tournament like a slam, I mean, obviously maybe he didn't prepare perfectly because he didn't know he was playing. But still, I mean, to go in and play a three-out-of-five set match and then um, play another one back-to-back, it's tough. I mean, the level is not going to be there. Definitely, you know, when people say that the fatigue is not there because they haven't been playing, you actually, you build up almost a, an immunity to being on the court and, and getting your your body beaten down a little bit. So it kind of, it's almost a callus. And right now we have fresh skin and sometimes that can turn into a blister.
0: Uh, I wanted to say that for, for me, from my broadcasting vantage point, I have noticed... A little bit less of a high level on the big moments than I'm than I'm used pressure to. Pressure situations, the pressure situations, because of the fact that we haven't been in them enough. Um, it just seems a little bit lower than I'm I'm used to. Um, Jay Wilson Tennis says Noah thoughts on how the eleven were treated. Should they have all been disqualified?
1: It's tough and and. <laughs> We're obviously,
0: as we, I should say, as we're taping this, the Manorino and Zverev, specifically Manorino and the French.
1: Right. We have no idea what's yeah, going on right the French now. French Federation. <laughs>
0: that's that's going on yeah, as we, we speak.
1: We could have a Cold War right now. But, um, yeah, I, you know, my difficulty with the situation, obviously, I don't envy their position, but you make rules for contact tracing. I mean, that's kind of why Ernesto and I were given the wild card was this opportunity to get into dou- uh, to play doubles and to get into singles. Obviously, Ernesto, because Marcel Mercury was in retrograde and didn't want to play tennis that day, so Ernesto got in, which was great. But it was supposed to be through contact tracing, people dropping out, and keeping in a really safe bubble. I understand that there was tougher protocols for the 11 players, but you're putting a huge gamble on the fact that they don't test positive, which we could never know. I mean, it takes up to 14 days, so I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I mean, you work so hard to put a tournament on. I think it's a disservice for the people on the grounds, running in the event, everything that's going on to put them at risk for something like
0: this. What are the uh Garon Odom says what are the best and worst aspects of bubble life? Uh
1: the best aspects of bubble life is that there's nobody here and the worst aspects are, is that there's nobody here. So <laughs> I don't love humans all the time, so it's been nice and especially during the grounds of the open, it's been really great to kind of just walk around. But also just to see michael cation all day every day i start scratching the wall
0: marking what day it is <laughs> uh, I, for me the best aspect yeah. is actually getting tested all the time well i actually feel relatively confident really yes i actually like that but i'm also spitting and not getting it up my nose
1: yeah but i don't really put mine up my nose so it doesn't really matter where
0: do you put it <laughs>
1: No, seriously, this is a question I had, and yeah. I hope you would say, because I really want to know. I don't know. I don't know enough about this stuff. It's self-administered, and right. I know a lot of states are doing that right now, and stuff. Yeah. It's supposed to be painful because it goes deep. They're not putting. We we do it ourselves. We don't have to go that far in. I'm sure there are players that are just like kind of going
0: around the nose. So it's another iffy thing going on. Okay, moving on. Uh, has being in the bubble. I mean, you're just like. How many people do you think hate you? Here? Because I think the level is really high right now. I don't now. think it's as high as you think. I think there are like, I think the hate
1: is more aggressive than you think, but I think there's less people. Okay, so if that a makes smaller sense.
0: amount of people hate you more. They're, okay, how do I, no, how do I fit in there? You're, you're guilty by association. Because I'm associated with you? Sadly, yes. Has being in the bubble had any negative effects on prep for matches or has it been has it been relatively easy to follow your normal warm-up?
1: I mean, in that case, I would actually probably say it's easier. You yeah. have less distractions, less going on. Um, Our friend Grusky asked me that today, actually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I would think that especially, I, I mean, I could speak for myself. If I was in singles, it would give me less pressure and I would just get back to the hotel do my stuff there's gyms everywhere not a lot of distractions going on so I think that's actually
0: easier for players but why do you take your prep so not seriously when you are actually you know like Neto's trying to warm up for for doubles and you're like not I'm running around court working really hard you're Is that what you said you're actually like how are your ac- feeds on court Mike you're, how are your feeds on court feed. I get too tight I can't feed okay uh it's fine I'm not good it's fine But the point being, uh, like, he's trying to take it seriously. You're not.
1: I will say that there is an issue with the level of tennis because I think there is a lot of pressure on players to capitalize on the one or two Mm. events
0: they have this year. Yeah.
1: And I think that's a lot of pressure coming with the situation right now. But
0: the warm-up itself has been easier. Yes. (laughs) I actually have a question for me. Eric Johnson. If I see redhead, it's a good question. <laughs> says, doing radio commentary seems like the hardest job in tennis media. Would you agree? It is next to impossible. It is so much more challenging than doing a broadcast match on television.
1: I mean, I could speak for Mike because he doesn't have to speak for himself. I yep. mean,
0: what he has to do to paint a
1: picture of a tennis match while nobody can see it I, while being in a
0: crammed environment, it's, uh, it's a tough situation. Manorino and Zverev just got announced for their match. No way. So looks like Manorino will play. But he won't play the French Open.
1: I don't know. He's a U.S. citizen now. (laughs) Let's go. Next.
0: (laughs) I mean, I got one question, and you let me wrap it up after like 30
1: seconds. (laughs) (laughs) It is is
0: incredibly challenging. Um, You have to know everything about the players. You have to be able to fill time because you can't have dead time in radio. It's really hard. It's really, really hard, and I'm lucky to do it. Ted Reese, tournament director in Cary, one of the co-tournament directors in Cary, says, Noah, love to hear a discussion on this. After vaccine response, Adria Tour, and other controversial decisions, why would players allow Novak to self-select himself as one of two co-presidents of the PTPA for the next two years? Seems like shooting PTPA in the foot before starting And that's a damn good question.
1: That's a damn good question. Yeah, I don't have an answer for you. Um, One, I will say that Djokovic was starting this from the beginning. You know, he did this three years ago. Am I saying he's the perfect man for the job? No. Obviously, I've had my disagreements with him in the
0: uh, near past. Yeah. Well, you called him an asshole. That's not a disagreement. That's just you saying he's an asshole.
1: I don't – we have to quote that again. I think I said – Fucking asshole for what he did, I wasn't directly at him right, no that's that's fine, yeah, so it's a little different you you
0: described one thing that he did,
1: you're bald, as- mike um so uh what I will say is we need a top player, you know,, yeah. and I'm not saying he's the perfect fit again, I'm just saying we need a top player to be at the front of this, um and like I said in the last podcast that Mike and I had, it's not the perfect system right now, there's no bylaws, there's nothing really happening, but yeah. If this scares ATP, I'm all for it. So it's almost less about the leadership right now at the
0: top that I was. That's why I jumped on board so early on because I just want to scare the ATP. Parenting aces, Lisa says. Your thoughts on not getting to play today until five, which, at this point, it's, it's going to be, be lucky like before 730. seven thirty. I mean, seven thirty is optimistic at this point. Yeah. Um. And what impact it might have on your next match? I think none. <laughs> you the two the way the two of you play. And Neto is still sitting. I'm going to give him the microphone here in a second. Um, yeah. I, uh, but will, will it have any potential impact? No. I mean,
1: did I want to post-long this bubble? Post, post-long. Wow. Ooh, postpone this You're bubble. You're learning from the best, baby. <laughs> did I want to postpone this bubble situation without having a win? No. No, I mean, it, I went up for the forehand down 15.30 in the game or whatever it was, and I felt that raindrop on my forehead yesterday, and I was pissed. So, uh, yeah, a little annoying, but no, will it have any effect on the way I played tennis today. Um, that that won't happen. Can I ask
0: you a question? You personally? Yeah. I mean, sure. Um, so, I, I've, I have interacted more with you over the last three or four days than ever. Um, it has been uh quite an experience you uh i'm an, this is this is a dr cats question
1: oh god oh you're doing this this yeah, is no
0: i'm interested Ugh. i am interested you appear to take things not seriously you appear to do kind of like this oh god i just want to get out of here this this whole thing and i'm wondering if that is a defense mechanism Something along those lines before. Oh, God, you're like, you're doing it right now. I'm actually asking you a real question here. Is is it something so that it kind of protects you if you happen to lose? Or is it just like the. the no, I mean, if you,
1: you want my brutal honesty? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I was fucking pissed not to get into singles. I mean, when we were talking about ulterior motives, I mean, 20% of that conversation was because I wanted to get into singles.
0: Yeah. We all know that.
1: Sure. So, didn't play singles that's one of my two opportunities possibly for the rest of the year and no offense and I had take doubles when I'm playing I take it very seriously and everybody yes. knows that I try every point but doesn't mean the same to me as singles do so it's not like I'm taking it it's not like I'm tanking it or anything like that but it's a tough situation when I don't have the opportunity to play and now I'm stuck in a bubble for 2 weeks not progressing my singles career
0: because you and I both, when we had our talk with Dr. Katz, we talked about the idea of appreciating the opportunity for what it, for what it is. Do you think you've done that?
1: Um, I think there was enough to piss me off that I did not do that, no. I mean, I think I tried in the beginning, definitely in the beginning, to understand the situation and what was at hand. But with that being said, when I looked at the situation as a whole and watching them Pave their own path here at yeah. the U.S. Open. It really, I mean, it upset me. I mean, it was taking an opportunity away from me, but also risking things that I didn't think should be risked. So, I was already in a, a fragile state, yeah. and I was like, okay, I, I made peace with the situation at hand. Yeah. But then when new things arose, it was uh, it hurt.
0: Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this microphone to Neto here for just a couple of minutes. Um, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually have you two answer this question from Deb, but this is the last question we got. Um, playing in front of virtual fans in 2020, just the thoughts on that. Um, I know you guys haven't had necessarily the, the, the crowd at Ash, the yeah. crowd, quote, unquote. The thoughts on, on what that experience is like for players, and also, um, as well, Deb wants to know a little bit about the, the Hawkeye line calling that experience for you guys so i'm gonna give it to noah and Neto.
1: um yeah i was on ash for a little bit so i got to play with the screens and see what that was like it's really cool i have to say that was that was a cool effort on their part um i know jamie Loeb was out for christian's match so that was that was really cool um yeah most of my fans are virtual anyway nobody really shows up for my matches so you know i'll get the hate mail from people so shout out to those people um (laughs) I did get a foot fault yesterday from the automatic Hawkeye, which, if, 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 if Mike, right.
0: all right, all right, I got if it. If Mike can attest to, I don't know if I've ever gotten a foot fault. You Probably before. have, like, like sometimes your shoe, like, I don't know if you knew this. Sometimes your shoe has some issues, like it, like, com- falls apart, and so you'll have a little bit of the flap. My disdain for you as a human being. Right. No one's gotten me into stocks over the last couple of days. This is very exciting. For who? Zverev. Zverev. He's, he's, he's lost now. Manorino's. Well, he's still shirtless somewhere. <laughs> he's got to find a shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. <laughs> I did just see Tom Jambi. Uh, who I, I think Tom Jambi has to be one of the biggest hitting uh, players of all time. Hey, that guy's good. That guy... It, like he could be ridiculous it's good. He's yeah. Manorino's hitting partner and he just walked by on his way to Armstrong. So yeah, no,
1: he played challenges with us back in the day. Guy's solid. Um, so yeah, it's been a kind of an interesting road here. I've enjoyed certain moments. But uh, Yeah.
0: Um, you okay?
1: No, I'm good. I'm good. I mean in all seriousness, you know, we've talked a lot of shit about what's been going on. Um, I, I haven't talked talking Right, to no, shit. not Mike. Obviously
0: Mike is I'm out just of this. doing the best I can. Um, we're all just doing the best we can. But I
1: have to, we have to put it in perspective. I'm at the open. A lot of people have worked for it. I mean,
0: we're all doing the best we can.
1: <laughs> I was actually trying to be serious for a second. Yeah. So can you I fuck off too. for like two seconds? Um, the ball boys have names of first responders on the back of their shirt. And that's pretty cool. I mean, you have to remember what this is all about, what we're, what's going on, um, which is why I think it upsets me more when we beat around the bush from issues in the COVID situation. Because we worked so hard
0: to get this event, it's a disservice
1: to everybody involved.
0: Um, so Ken, Noah's coming in hot, intense, excited for his match tonight. I also love that it's the best weather we've had besides the rain yesterday. It's kind of the best weather we had at the Open. Would you agree? One hundred percent. These perfect. first five days have been wonderful.
1: Yes, a little heat here and there, but like getting that Fine. fall almost. Hinting on the fall weather a little bit.
0: I, I will say the the best part for me over the last few days, um, aside from hanging out with the two of you, I've actually enjoyed that. No, oh, please. Um, but to, the ability to watch some of the players that I've quote-unquote come up with as well, like Jordan Thompson's playing. I've gotten to go watch him and Bambridge and Saville and Purcell and McDonald and Eubanks. Please. I mean, like— There we go. Name an American. Good for you. as the rank is about to walk by you're gonna get her for the behind the racket i have her already okay yes Do you want to get her on the podcast obviously right now or well i don't sonya cannon or
1: i don't think it's the time because i it's probably too quickly for them to have come back in that match i'm not sure though
0: yeah probably
1: um but yeah so enjoying the weather and it's crazy i mean ernesto and i were just speaking about it we have to leave for french in two weeks yep yeah so uh
0: Gotta get on that. Do you need a plus one? A what? Plus one. I'm sorry? Plus one. What? Plus one. Huh? Plus one. Not so bad. (laughs) Pitter patter. (laughs)
1: Let's
0: get at her. (laughs) Uh, Neto, you sure you you got nothing for us? You good? I'm living life. He's living life. (laughs) I mean, that's just, that's Neto in a nutshell.
1: Yeah. No, we're splitting his singles prize money, so we'll be okay. It's all a joke until
0: I weep. Zverev's still not showing up. Can't be found. Oh no, there he is. I see him. He's got his headphones on. He just can't hear. He's wearing a long sleeve now. It's 86 degrees. He doubled up. Sasha Zverev is wearing a coat. He's 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 German, right? Oh, there's food over here.
1: How's your Adidas? She
0: shiny. Um. All right, so uh, let's talk again after your US Open run. I think this is
1: kind of it for us. We did what we could. We tried honest effort on both sides. I mean, we
0: gave we did the best we could. We gave
1: it What is it? What's that saying? Real...
0: It's been so the most th- awkward <laughs> podcast we've ever done. Truly. <laughs> like Help. I feel like the Help. exhaustion level has hit hit Help. Um Puss. Like, go get him for the podcast. He's right over there. He loves you. Stefano. There's Adrian Manorino. Bubble bubble. He's got the extra security. Nobody's allowed near him. Sexy man. Should I go up and lick him? That's going to do it for the podcast. (laughs) Um, We will... Again, we will have... I don't know who that guy is, but he just just hit a golf ball. Is that Chorich over there?
1: It's Chorich's coach, I think. He just drove a golf ball. could have been
0: 50 yards. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Chorich almost just hit a 50-yard chip. Can Can we we end this podcast, please? The point being, I love you. Yeah. I love your girlfriend more. Yeah. She's fantastic. My daughter only wants to talk to you, which kills me. Um, We're going to have one more podcast at the open as soon as Noah's run is done in like a week
1: yeah I'm feeling, I'm feeling a semi coming on yeah the show might be over but the conversation isn't join us on social media at NoahRubin33 at MikeCTennis and at Behind the Racket.
0: expect new episodes every Monday or Tuesday and don't forget to leave us a rating on iTunes it really helps us expand and reach more listeners as we take you behind the racket.